plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star. Are you are the party starts now? Well, hello, power partners. Are you ready to party? <laughs> this is our informational playground. It is Star Style. Be the star you are. I am your host, Cynthia Bryan, and we're coming to you live on the Voice American Network. And the show is brought to the airwaves under the species of Be the Star You Are charity, hopefully to empower you and encourage you and to give you edutainment and infotainment, but plenty, obviously, of information and tools for living. The miracle moment for today is from Be the Star You Are. Please visit the website, bethestaryouare.org. And you can look at our blog. We just sent out a new newsletter, so that was um, exciting. So check that out. And the website is bethestaryouare.org. And this miracle moment is from Maya Angelou. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Well, how uh, true is that, right? We have to change our attitude. And that's kind of what life is all about. We have to do that when the going gets tough sometimes. Well, today's show, um, we're going to be talking about emergencies and how to create an emergency go bag. It is that, um, that time of year, at least here in California, where wildfires are starting. But it seems I get notices almost every day that there's a tornado or a cyclone or an earthquake or fire or something even somewhere else. So I, we all have to be ready and preparing that go bag will keep you less panicked. So I really want to encourage you to do that. And I'm going to give you the tools and tell you what to put in it today because natural disasters know absolutely no boundaries. One never knows if a fire, an earthquake, a flood, a mudslide or other Calamity is on the horizon, so it's so imperative to be prepared for emergencies and have a go bag in your car and in your vehicle, and you might even want to have one at work. Now, in our second segment, if you are a new parent or going to be a new parent, you might be reflecting on the lessons that you learned as a kid from your parents. And so you're wondering, what instructions are the musts that every child needs to know to grow into a responsible, self-sufficient adult? We're going to share some thoughts and give you food for thought. And finally, being the nature girl I am and the animal lover I am, I wanted to bring you some information on the common symptoms to look for in your pets because it is foxtail season. And foxtails are dangerous to your pets. So these grass plants and that bushy spike at the top of the grass, it comes off really easily and the sharp point can migrate into your animal's skin. And sometimes that means surgical removal um, will be necessary. So I'm going to give you some ways to prevent foxtails from hurting your pets. And before I get into the emergency, I just wanted to announce how thrilled I am, how humbled I am, and how honored I am. I was just recognized and featured on the Points of Light's Inspiration Honor Roll. And the Points of Light Honor Roll celebrates outstanding individuals who take action to help brighten communities and improve the lives of others. And it is the George W. Bush Points of Lights Awards honors individuals who demonstrate the power of service and who are driving significant and sustained impact through their everyday actions and words that light the path for others to find a point of light. So I have been honored on the 2021 Honor Roll, and you can find it at Points of Light 
dot org. Um, and then if you go to the inspiration honor roll and you can see all of the other people. So I'm very, um, I'm very thrilled to get this award for my work with be the star you are. And for these two radio shows, star style, be the star you are, and our teen show express yourself where we have been doing our ultimate best to um, bring some art and culture and, of course, literacy to the airwaves throughout this pandemic and give authors and actors and artists a way to, uh, to shine. So um, thank you very much to Points of Light judges uh, for doing this and to the people who nominated me for this. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very honored. <laughs> so now um, let's just talk about natural disasters. Because of climate change and global warming, we can be assured that natural disasters are going to become more frequent and more devastating. So here are some ways that you can be prepared so that you won't be panicked when it happens. You want to add your requirements to this list I'm going to give you. And then be ready to drive away at a moment's notice. Where it used to be, you know, ready, set, go, evidently now the disasters have become so prevalent and so severe that the word is go. You don't have time. So besides go bag essentials that I'm going to tell you about, I would like to also uh, bring your attention to the following things that you can do to help yourself be prepared for an emergency. The first one is to sign up for emergency alerts via your county community warning system where you can register your phones, your emails, and your text numbers to be notified. And um, if you have, there is also something called Nixle, N-I-X-L-E.com. Uh, you can register with them. They're usually a, an alert system that kind of spreads it out generically, but there are also local alert systems in your specific location. So you might want to check with them. And that's very important. Also, if you're worried about air quality, I mean, um, here in California, for example, we have these red flag days and we have these air quality days where the air quality because of fires would be so bad or if it's smog or something, you can check to see uh, the air quality. Well, if you haven't already done it, I would really recommend installing an analog landline phone. Uh, these are those old fashioned phones where the jack plugs into the wall and for all of you who have smartphones and you've already disconnected or cut the cord, as they say, you're probably thinking, oh, what do you need to do that for? Well, the reason is, is that you do not need electricity for them to work, nor do you need towers or any service. And um, sometimes the billing can be more expensive, but I, I think you can get uh, a just a landline and tell them that you're only going to use it for emergencies. So you don't make any calls out or anything. So you just have that line. And I think that's probably somewhere in the 10 to $20. But the great thing about it is I know in the fires that we have had, we had no electricity and we had no cell service at all. So the only thing that did work and helped us, um, helped us was a landline phone. So do have a landline phone. The third thing is to make a rescue plan for you and your pets. Um, you should have a bag ready for them next to the go bag that I'm going to tell you what to put in it. If you have automatic garage doors or gates, know how to manually open them in case the power is out. Make copies of your passport, driver's license, credit cards, insurance information, and have some small bills, money bills, and put these in your go bag. And then also you should put copies of what I just told you, have photos of them and um, put them on your computer and on your phone so that you have them. Back up your computer, scan your important documents, keep files in the cloud or offsite. And then any family mementos, jewelry, heirlooms, anything that's irreplaceable that you cannot live without has to be stored with your go bag. And know your neighbors and their contact numbers and keep in touch to make sure that everybody is safe. 
And then make a list of network friends that you can call in an emergency and be aware of where are you going to go if you were evacuated. I mean, think about that and do a run through. Um, I really recommend having a sign already made with your name and phone number and the words evacuated sitting on top of your go bag and keep a roll of that blue painter's tape. Now, only if time permits, you're going to tape that sign to your door, but it should only take you a second if you have that, the tape and the, and the uh, sign already made. And this will help the firefighters know that your house is clear. And then listen and obey the first responders. These trained men and women have your safety and that of your home as their first priorities. Follow their orders. When they say go, you go. And uh, when told to evacuate, go quickly and carefully. You're only supposed to take one vehicle so as not to clog the escape routes. Do not attempt to evacuate on foot. That could be um, certain death. And stay calm. And when whatever the calamity, it will behoove you to have this emergency supply kit that I'm going to tell you about. And keep one in your vehicle and keep a larger one in your home in a closet or an area near your front door so that will offer you supplies for a few days. You want to duplicate the go bags in your vehicles because when disaster strikes, you might be in your vehicle and unable to return. Now, in an emergency at your dwelling, you might only have time to grab your keys, your phone, your wallet, your children and your pets. Um, and your go bag, and maybe whatever you can carry. So there's not going to be time to load your car or to be searching or running from room to room to find what you need. So you have to keep everything that is essential together in one place. And remember, you may be evacuated for hours, days, or even weeks. But what you really need is just to have the go bag for at least a few days until you can get settled, you know, one to three days full of of emergency things. Now, sometimes, as has been the case with our California wildfires and earthquakes, a matter of minutes means the difference between life and death. And most of all, remember that saving your life and that of your family is the most important. Everything else can be replaced. So what do you need? Well, you should have a backpack, a small case, a suitcase, a roller bag, a shoulder bag, um, whatever you prefer, and then keep one of these in all of your vehicles and one in your home. And each family member should have their own bag, or if it is easier, you can pack a larger bag to include everyone. But just keep it in mind that you may only take one vehicle upon evacuation. So these are the necessities that should go in a go bag. A first aid kit. Duplicate chargers for your phones, your tablets, and your computers. Work gloves, as well as warm gloves. Towelettes, and a small towel. Bottled water, and it's recommended that you have a gallon per person per day. A warm blanket, and it's really important that when I say a warm blanket, I actually put uh, in my go bag the first time before, when I was evacuated, I took the blanket out when we were evacuated in the middle of the night without electricity and it was 30 degrees. And the blanket was, was um, very thin and not warm. So I want to reiterate, a warm blanket. You need walking shoes, socks, a warm jacket, and then you're going to need a few items of food that are um, not going to, um, you know, not going to go to waste. And that would be just get a small jar of peanut butter, a small jar of honey, maybe some protein bars. You'll need a personal hygiene kit that would have toothbrush, soap, medications. You want um, a candle, matches, flashlight, and get a headlamp with extra batteries. And you would want some eating utensils and maybe plates. And when I say that, I'm talking about plastic utensils and probably just a, you know, a paper plate. Breathing masks, very important. We've all, we're all used to masks right now. 
And so, of course, the N95 are the ones that are going to protect you from the smoke. So most people can actually get those now. So I would plant, I would, I would um, put a couple of those. A clothing change, I mean, it could just be one, um, an extra set of keys to your home, your office, some cash, toilet paper, and uh, if you want, you know, if you drink wine, you may want to put in a, a couple bottles of wine, or if you drink something else, you may need it when you're that stressed. Now, hopefully, you're never going to have to use these emergency kits, but it's always better to be prepared instead of panicked. And we have to assume that a catastrophe is going to happen. We always think it's going to happen to someone else, but the reality is no one is immune. So across natural disasters are becoming more prevalent and frequent. So think safety first and know that the life you save will be your own. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about things that you may want to teach your kids. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be right back. The star you are. The star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show this is Cynthia Bryan, and this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We're live. We're coming to you on the Voice America Network, and uh, we hope that you are enjoying this week and your day. Now, I don't know how you grew up, but I had really terrific parents, and I hope most people did. And whether you did or didn't, you can be a great parent. So there are some things that you can teach your kids. And if you're like most of us, you probably had to learn plenty of life lessons and probably some of them the hard way as you were growing into adulthood. And in fact, there's um, a good chance, and actually I hope that you're still learning new things every single day. I really believe that we have to learn something new every day if we're going to grow. So don't be afraid to ask questions and there are no dumb questions, so just, you know, try to learn new things every day. But it would have been helpful to have had a list of tips for making life a little easier when you were young and when you were breaking out on your own. So today, maybe you have kids, maybe you have grandkids or stepkids, and, you know, you want to just um, make sure to do as the best you can to do it right. I mean, there really are you know, kids don't come with manuals and every child is different. So we really are kind of winging it no matter what. But as long as we can be honest and have integrity and um, teach them good work ethics, I think we're going to be in good shape. But there are also other everyday tips that can you know, help it be a little bit more smooth sailing when you become an adult. 
So if you want to help your children or grandkids navigate their way into adulthood as responsible, uh, fun, life-affirming people, let's uh, talk about some of the life lessons that we can give them. Now, one of the things is how to cook, just basic things. You know, kids don't have to become master chefs, but knowing how to prepare a simple meal by themselves is really essential. And they will save money and get ahead financially because cooking is a basic survival skill and kids need to know how to survive. They need to know how to make a few basic things like cook some eggs, um, toast, toast, make pasta, roast some vegetables, or make a salad. And teaching your kids to cook with foods that are simple to prepare, like scrambled eggs or macaroni and cheese or um, baking chicken or fish, that, that'll show them how to enhance their cooking skills. And then they can also watch some YouTube cooking tutorials. If you invite them into the kitchen for like hands-on demonstration and then let them um, help you cook, then they are going to grow up to learn to cook and love to cook. Um, I'm being Italian, you know, I have, I learned to cook from my mother and from my nanny, my grandmother, and they were just amazing cooks. We don't use recipes. We just cook from our hearts and it's a little of this and a little of that. We taste it. We smell it. You know, it's, and everything really tastes good. Well, you know, so my kids started when they were very, very young doing everything. And, um, Today, as adults, they are the most amazing chefs. And I call them chefs because their food is so, so good. I'd rather eat their food. Uh, the other thing is teaching kids to grow some of their own food. So getting kids out in the garden. I'm a huge proponent of nature kids, the nurturing the nature for kids. If you start them young and let them plant seeds of things that they want to plant. They will learn to eat their vegetables. They will learn to love their vegetables. And then they'll want to cook their vegetables. So please take your kids into the garden and give them some basic skills. You know, how to uh, pull out a weed, how to dig a hole, how to plant a seed, how to water it, how to watch it, how to harvest it. Uh, it's just wonderful to watch your kids do things like that. The next thing is never, ever, ever show up to a dinner party or any party empty-handed. If you want your kids to become treasured guests, you want to teach them to show up always with something to contribute to the meal or at least a hostess gift. You can bring a bottle of wine. You can bring a gift. You can bring a loaf of artisan bread. You could bring, you know, a pie or another dessert. Or as I often do, I go out and I pick my fruit, my fresh fruits, vegetables, and herbs, and I bring a beautiful basket or box of all these fresh things for people. Um, you could bring them a cheese, whatever it is you want. If you're bringing something for the meal or you're bringing a side dish, you want to ask the host first uh, if bringing a side dish or a dessert would help, or is it going to duplicate? Because all it takes to impress the host is a quick stop. You know, you go to the wine store or run into the grocery store or bakery on the way to the party. But just never, never go to something um, without a gift in hand. And then the next thing, it has fallen so out of fashion, but it's so important to write thank you notes. And I think writing a thank you note, handwritten, putting a stamp on it, putting it in the mail it, it really means a lot. Um, so many people will just shoot a text or a quick email, and that's nice. I mean, that's good. But not saying thank you at all is really, really a terrible thing. I was just reading um, a post by one of my colleagues who says that one of the greatest regrets that she has in life, I think it's her big, big regret, is um, that she, um, a colleague of hers, when she was out of work, hosted a dinner party for her so that she could meet other prospective bosses. And she went to the dinner party, met the prospective bosses, and she never 
wrote a thank you, never called her or anything, and then fell out of touch with her. And it, it haunts her to this day that this woman did all this for her, and she never even thanked her. So thank you notes are important. And um, again, with my kids, uh, especially my daughter is really great at writing thank you notes. My son, not so great, uh, but he does call usually and say that. So that's good. But I actually think getting a letter, you know, just a card in the mail, it means more. I always put them right on my counter and I leave them there for two weeks so that I can bask in the glow of gratitude. The next thing is about money, creating a budget and sticking to it. If you want your child or your young adult to have an easier time managing money, show them how to create a budget. And while you might be kind of old school, you know, scratch it out, income and expenses on paper, your kids are probably going to follow a budget if it's on an app. So they can do that, whatever is easiest for them. There are many budgeting apps available, and there's even ones that will link your bank account and even offer budget suggestions. But the good news is the kids can start this as a good habit. And um, so when they're teens and preteens, this is great because they need to learn that money doesn't grow on trees. I have, I do have acquaintances who have children. Well, they're not children anymore. They have young adults that are in their late 20s and they still do not know how to manage any money. And they're still asking mom and dad for handouts. Emergency savings. This is so critical. Do your kids a really big favor and teach them the importance of having emergency savings to cover expenses like a car repair, a medical bill, or anything that could be unexpected. The more they have in savings to cover emergencies, the less they're going to have to put on their credit card or, or borrow from you. So they should set an attainable first goal of having like $1,000 set aside. I know it probably sounds like a lot of money, but you can uh, show them how to add to that amount with deposits of a portion of each of their paycheck. Um, or they could, you know, round it up. They can use an app if that would be easier. But it's very important to have an emergency. Uh, they, they, it, things happen. Things happen, and especially if they're driving, it usually does happen to a vehicle, or perhaps they're going to need a new um, outfit for a job interview or something like that. So to have that is great. And I mean, when it comes to savings, you know, I've always ta taught my kids that every time you get a paycheck, you put you put some, you pay yourself, but you put some in a in a savings for an emergency. You put a little bit apart to give to something more needy, like to uh, donate to your favorite charity or your church or whatever. But you always want to put something away for your retirement as well. It's hard to think of retirement when you're 8 or 10 years old, but it will creep up on you. And um, that money, you know, putting $5 or $10 away, you know, you're not going to miss it. Just think about it. It's a couple of coffees or, or um, teas. <laughs> now, the next thing is um, to teach them that it's so much better to purchase items that are of good quality and they will last a lot longer. If you are going to buy um, a sofa or a dress or whatever it is, if you buy something that is well-made, it's going to last a lot longer than, you know, six months. So you know, good clothing won't typically pill or fall apart after a couple of washes. I mean, of course, it's always good. I call it crap clothes. It's good to have clothes to work in the garden and, and maybe just some fun outfits that are trendy now. But you know that in a year they're going to be out of um, fashion. But but in general, you know, if you buy well-made things, they will really last a very long time. And when it comes to furnishings, sure, when you're first starting college or something, you're just probably going to get something that goes in the dorm or goes in your apartment. But when you want something to last, just check the quality. Credit. You want to protect your credit. 
young adults don't realize how important having a good credit score will be later in life. If you go to buy a car or a house, you have to have excellent credit, which typically means better financing terms for you. And without good credit, your kids are going to resort to these terrible predatory lenders and they'll have trouble finding a rental home and they could even miss out on getting hired at a job. So the best way to protect your credit is to always pay your bills on time, but it's also important to monitor your credit score along with the activity and accounts on the credit report because just in case somebody has stolen your identity. And um, you want to steer those just starting out to, um, to go to an annual credit report. And there, annualcreditreport.com, you can obtain a free credit of your credit score every year. You're actually entitled to one free um, credit score from each of the credit uh, bureaus every, every year. And the other thing about keeping good credit, and this is something that most people don't really know, is it is a good idea to get a credit card. Uh, Most people think if they pay cash that that's going to help their credit, but it really doesn't because the credit bureaus don't know anything about you. So if you can get your kid a credit card and advise them that just have a small limit on it and then advise them that they need to pay it in full every month, not pay the minimum, not pay in installments, pay it in full every month. That is going to make your credit score go up. So the credit card should not have a large limit to begin with because you don't want them to overspend. It's very easy to overspend on a credit card. That's how they make their money. The next thing, if once they're out, if they're um, leaving high school and they're getting an apartment or they're um, going to a dorm, whatever it is, or if they're leaving college, the same thing, and they're going to be renting, you want renter's insurance. Because as kids are setting out on their own, they're probably just getting started on making their apartment homey. And, you know, they're, they're using some semi-expensive, maybe, furniture, or maybe they're, maybe they have pricey electronics, one of the two, but you need to have some insurance because if your apartment is damaged in a fire or stolen, you know, with during a break-in, renter's insurance will cover those um, hard-earned possessions. And it's not very expensive, especially compared to what you can stand to learn, to lose. So don't forget to mention about asking an insurance agent about savings, maybe if they bundle renter's insurance with auto insurance. Uh, We're going through that right now where we had to just change insurance companies because we couldn't get homeowner's insurance. So we um, had to bundle car and homeowners, and then we were able to get insurance for a better deal. Uh, Another thing, now most people don't really know how to do this, but it'd be great to teach your kids how to change a flat tire. You know, roadside assistance, even if you have AAA or whatever, doesn't always mean you're going to get it because you could be in a place that you you can't call anybody. So if your kids know how to change a flat tire in an emergency, that is an incredible skill to know. And of course, there are videos online that they can look at. And that is um, that will be helpful. Another thing to, that is great to teach your kids is how to take care of things. So you want to maintain what you have. When you maintain something, it will prevent expensive repairs later on. So that means maintaining your vehicle, you know, getting regular oil changes and other whatever other things you need to do. Explain why it's worth it um, to do $100 for a checkup on your furnace uh, to prevent spending $1,000 if it breaks down. The next thing is not to burn bridges. Be kind. It's so important to be kind. The teens or young adults in your life, you know, they might feel really justified when they have or somebody is cruel to them and they want to just shoot off a scathing email and, you know, pump their fist at them or 
whatever it is, give them the finger. <laughs> but you don't want to be impulsive because you never know what's going to come up down the road. So it's better to take a break, breathe, sleep on it, you know, hold off a few hours, cool your head, and really attempt not to burn bridges. I have found throughout life that, you know, taking the kindness route, taking the higher road is a very much better way to go. Also, how to save money and to shop smart. You know, whenever you're going to make a purchase, get into the habit of looking for savings with your everyday purchases. I mean, groceries and retail stores, circulars, um, and there's online sales all the time. They can help you pay less for just about everything. And then, you know, take a couple of days to, um, to review the product, make sure that, make sure that this is exactly what you want and just have some patience. And finally, you know, as I said, I, I really advise, um, saving for retirement. The earlier you save for retirement, the better, because retirement is going to come. And if you can put money into a Roth um, a Roth IRA, or if you are with an employer who offers a 401k or any kind of retirement plan, and they even have a matching portion, m match it to the max. I never was able to do any of those um, things, had to do it as an independent contractor, but it's very important to do that. So um, you can help your kids by talking about retirement. And finally, Pay it forward. You know, you just, everything that you have learned, let your kids know that you're always available to them to chat and um, that, you know, that life is for living and we're all going to make mistakes, but there's no need to reinvent the wheel. And hopefully the most important thing is that you will have well-adjusted, happy and, um, and kind children. So you're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be back with a business bite. And then our next segment is about foxtails and helping your pets. So don't go away. Be the star you are. The star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Whatever your goal, just go for it. All things, even what seems impossible, can be accomplished when you take a few important steps. Visualize the prize. Identify a specific goal and imagine yourself achieving it in every detail. If you want to be a professional speaker, see yourself speaking to thousands of people making a difference in their life. Write down your visualizations. Repeat them to yourself every day. And as you do, your belief and confidence will grow. Choose a role model. Inspirational role models demonstrate possibilities and provide invaluable sources for motivation, strength, and hope. Keep reminders of your goals and dreams on cards and put them where you'll see them often, like the refrigerator, the dashboard, mirrors, your computer. And if you have a setback, pick yourself back up. Bounce back. Mistakes are opportunities to learn and develop new strategies, and they're inevitable, they're valuable, and they're essential for growth. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan.com. Be the star you the, star the annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. 
Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Dare to care. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. And we are back. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. And I'm really glad that you're staying with us because if you have a dog, cat, rabbit, or any pet, this is foxtail season. And the foxtails are really bad grasses that can really hurt your animals and can cause, you know, you to have a trip to the veterinarian and maybe surgery. So, for um, for foxtail season, you know, most people have a degree of dread because what they are is they're a little plant on and they burrow. They actually burrow into any part of an animal's body. And foxtails are the plant dispersal unit for a wild annual grass. And it's very prevalent here in California and throughout the West. Foxtail season started in early spring. But the ons are initially green, and at that time, they don't really do anything. But as they turn brown or, you know, kind of a tawny tan color or even yellow, um, they're going to last through the fall, and they get very dry. And it's really impossible to miss this grass plant if you go into any on-landscaped area. Now, the name refers to that bushy spike at the top of the grass And it resembles, it truly does resemble the tail of a fox. It is a cluster of spikelets and it's attached to a main stem. And each cluster comes off the plant very easily. And um, these tiny barbs, they clasp onto any material. Like if you're out, if you're walking in tennis shoes and your socks, they will just go right into your socks and it could go into your skin too. But they'll go into fur, Just they just attach to everything. Then the sharp point at the base of the cluster allows it to move forward into whatever it is touched. And this is the plant's adaptation for dispersing its seeds throughout the area. In fact, um, there are, you know, there are flowers that do this too. One is the forget-me-not, which is a pretty little blue flower. And I've talked about that in, in my book, uh, Growing with a Goddess Gardener. Uh, and that is, if you wanted to plant some forget-me-nots, you could just go out in, in with your socks when they're drying and dance around in the forget-me-nots and then go plant your socks. And next year, I'll use old socks, by the way, next year you'll have a bed of forget-me-nots. But to get back to these foxtails, For most wild animals that live in the same native environments that foxtails are found, their fur might be short enough that the foxtail doesn't migrate into the skin, and instead it is um, transported and dropped off, allowing for successful seed dispersal. However, with our domestic pets, what happens is the foxtail point migrates into the tissue, and that's where it causes the problems. Foxtails can go into every part of an animal's body. I know growing up on our ranch and we had lots of dogs and, and uh, cats and, and, you know, sheep and all different kinds of animals, but it would mostly go into the ears of the dogs and you'd have to take them to the vet to get them out. Now, some areas are easier than others to find and remove the foxtails. Like if they get a foxtail between their toes or the underside of their paws, or their ear canals, or the uh, conjunctive lining of their eyes. But even in these areas, uh, there could be really significant pain associated with the foxtail to your pet. And it could also result in inflammation and infection. 
Now, some dogs might need, or any animal that you take in that get these foxtails, they might need sedation and anesthesia to remove a foxtail, especially if it is burrowed deep into the tissue. Uh, if you see dogs, you know, they lick their paws or they're shaking their heads and their ears or they have sw swollen, painful eyes, you should really check for foxtails because that could be the issue. Now, other areas can be more hidden and then this means full anesthesia is going to be required in the majority of cases to visualize and remove the foxtails. And that could be in the throat or in the nose. And, you know, the dogs could be coughing, gagging. Um, that is really, really horrible. Now, the classic case of a dog inhaling a foxtail into his nose would be one, you know, when they're running around in open space, um, maybe they're chasing a Frisbee. And if they start to sneeze violently, the sneezing may subside as the foxtail settles. But if they start sneezing, it probably means they have a foxtail that has burrowed into their nasal cavity. And uh, this is something you've got to check with a veterinarian because then they'll start coughing and gagging. And those are um, common sim uh, symptoms when the foxtail or the, even the blades of grass, they get stuck in their tonsil area. Now, most dogs will demonstrate symptoms of foxtail abscesses, but um, sometimes, you know, even a routine dental cleaning and evaluation, you could, uh, a veterinarian might find a medium-sized foxtail embedded under the tongue or in the tissue. And sometimes they won't, the animals won't have any symptoms of pain that they exhibit to their owners. So that's important. Now, foxtails in cats are less common, and that's probably because cats are such meticulous cleaners. But um, there are, foxtails can definitely get into cats' eyes and ear canals, and it, in those, it's very difficult to get them out. So when a foxtail gets embedded in tissue, it's only a matter of time before it's going to penetrate inside. And then when the foxtail gets inside, it forms an abscess in the fat tissue under the skin and also inside the lungs and the abdomen. So you can tell that it can be really dangerous to your pet. And the deeper the foxtail migrates into the body and the, the more it's going to create tissue inflammation around it. And then it's going to get harder and harder to find. And it's very common to need two to four rechecking probes in some cases, or even some very deep surgery to remove the affected tissue to find the foxtail that's hidden inside. So obviously, if you think that your pet has been in an area of foxtails, um, check your pet very, very carefully. And it's best to address a foxtail problem before it is advanced inside the body and would require subsequent surgical diagnosis and removal. And now I have to say, prevention is really difficult if you have active pets and if you are an outdoor hiker and you take your dog with you because the most effective prevention is avoiding any areas where foxtails might be found. Now, there are alternatives that you could do. Um, you could keep your pet shaved during the summer especially around the paws and the face. There is a product out there that's called Outfox Field Guard. Uh, I haven't tried it, but I've read about it. And what it is, it's a basket of mesh that encircles your animal's head, which allows your dog, for example, to see effectively and to breathe properly. But it has enough small, the, you know, the mesh is small enough that it would be difficult for a foxtail uh, to penetrate through. Now, I have no idea how a pet would really, I, I don't think, I, I don't think any of my dogs would like it. But, um, but that is, you know, you could make something like that. So something that encircles like a basket of mesh that encircles the dog's head, um, that could possibly do it. 
And that's just one strategy to prevent foxtails in the nose, the mouth, the eyes, and the ears. But you're not going to be able to protect him from the rest of the body. Now, if you have foxtails in your landscape or you're up against a hill, as I am, just make sure to pick them out. So that is our show for today. I hope that you will get a go bag packed as soon as possible, no matter where you live in the country, because it could be the tornado, the earthquake, the hurricane, a mudslide, you know, a fire, a rainstorm, a snowstorm. Please get that packed. That would be great. Remember to teach your kids some some things that are going to help them grow as individuals into great adults and then be aware of foxtails. So thank you so much for being with me every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on the Voice America Network on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. You can change your life and you can make your dreams come true. I really enjoy being a personal growth success coach and the host of this show for you. For more information about Be The Star You Are charity, please visit bethestarur.org. If you'd like to get on our newsletter list, just shoot us an email or sign up on our website, bethestarur.org. To more, find out more about me, Cynthia Bryan, or if you want any coaching, visit cynthiabryan.com. I'm doing things over Zoom or um, by uh, Skype or phone. To make a donation by credit card, you can do that at our website as well. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. See beyond your physical being and know you are already the star you have dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And I hope you'll pick up one of my books this week to read. You can find them at CynthiaBryan.com or, you know, at Amazon.com but I think we have better prices at our website. Until next week, when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self and make it a marvelous week. Thanks for joining me and be back here on Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. Ciao for now. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. Keep caring. Keep caring. Keep loving.